0: Welcome to the Check Your Six podcast. Join your hosts, Air Force veterans Craig Lyson and Tim Proctor as they continue their conversation about the challenges of small business ownership as well as information
1: tips and guest speakers all designed to help you navigate the potential stormy weather that is small business.
0: And now here are your hosts Craig and Tim.
2: Hello, Mr. Craig. How are you doing today, man? Man,
1: I tell you, we must be in Mexico. We must be
2: in Mexico. <laughs> we were just talking in pre-production about Bob and Doug, the two astronauts that went up on the latest rocket, and we kept saying Bob and Doug McKenzie, so it was A. We had some Canadian viewers downloaded, or listeners true. downloaded That's in true. the podcast. So
1: They caught on to your uh, accent.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. But anyways, we are here with Chuck your sixth podcast. We have a very special guest in the house today. We'll introduce her in just a moment. But Mr. Craig, how do people get a hold of you and tell them who you are and go.
1: My name is Craig. I'm with Vets Growth, owner and founder of the place. And my phone number is 407-754-5779. And you can contact me by email at infovetsgrowth.com.
2: All right, and I am Tim Proctor in the, once again, luxurious GRP studios in Longwood, Florida. I know I said last time the masseuse was supposed to be here. He never showed up, so maybe today they'll show up. I
1: hope they show up, because I really need a blanket sitting over here. Yeah.
2: (laughs) It's a little chilly, even for the Air Force guys in here. And I am really, really excited and pleased to have our guest in the studio today. I've known this young lady for a little over a dozen years now. And it's been a great ride. We got introduced to each other through a nonprofit that she worked for that I still hold very dear to my heart. But, Miss Jacqueline Boykin, you are here today.
0: I am. It's great to see you guys. And yet, I love that you still call me a young lady.
2: So she she you. is a young lady. Well, you notice that there's only two people that have gray hair, and it's yep, not her. And it's not her. <laughs> no, we have That's known each other for hair quite. Color yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> I think, you know, as us men, we get older, we're supposed to look more distinguished. Right. Is that correct? You're
1: I think we are. We, we that. have that uh, really cool look about us that we think we have more wisdom.
2: Right. Oh, yeah. People think right away that, oh, you're old. Well, you you have gray hair. You yeah. must be wise. <laughs> Keep on thinking that, baby. So anyways, we are really excited to have you back today because you are doing something new.
0: I am. And thank you so much. It is really great to see you guys. And thanks for allowing me to be here. And I have been very, very fortunate to become part of an organization called Quality Labor Management. And they have franchises all over the country providing staffing, skilled labor, because a lot of people refer to day labor. And while we can meet some of those needs, we're about folks who are skilled laborers. And I feel very, very fortunate to be part of QLM.
2: And you might ask yourself, Craig, you might ask yourself, well, what do I, as a small business owner, have to do with labor? I don't have any employees. I don't need to hire anybody. But let's say you grow. Goodness sakes, your business grows. And now you have to get an employee. What is the best way to do that? And we're going to talk a little bit about that because I have some experience in my former life at other places on getting temporary or tempt to hire labor. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Mr.
1: Actually, uh, I have to agree with what Tim's saying. As we do grow, you're, you're finding out that you need people to assist you because you can't do it all. And if you want to give that success to other people and their time is worth value, you don't have all the functions to do because you start lagging.
2: Right. Quality Labor Management, QLM, is who you're with now. Give us a brief synopsis of what that is and how you help businesses of any size, really, but you're predominantly construction and industry.
0: Correct. Yes, we provide an opportunity for folks who have skills in the construction field or who are non-skilled labor who want to work and don't want to go out necessarily and become a full-time employee and work at the same place all the time. There's a lot of reasons that people work through a program like ours. But we've, to answer your question, we focus on commercial construction. So we have people out at a lot of commercial construction sites through Central and Northeast Florida right now. We also do residential construction. Housing is huge right now. And we have a lot of home builders out there trying to meet that need in the housing world. And so we can provide staff from framing all the way through final clean on housing, as well as light industrial and administrative support, which, you know, when you think about light industrial, we're talking about small business and, you know, that can be defined in a variety of ways. Is that number of employees, is that income? You may only have two or three employees right now, but you are running three or four major projects throughout the year, and you need twenty people to help you through that, or maybe you need a hundred people. You know, You're giving me a grow. headache.
1: I don't know yeah. if I can go on. <laughs>
0: right? Yeah. So we're there to help fill that need. So they may be there temporarily, but they're they're there to help you from beginning to end of whatever that project is. Construction is the most common place, but you know, warehouses, distribution centers. We can hire drivers if that's what you need temporarily, as well as that person to answer the phone and do some light administrative work as well. So we're problem solvers for your business. I want to get to know what's your challenge. How can I fill the need? And then we have over 300 people and growing who might be the fit, who want to go to work and want to help you, you know, with whatever your project is.
1: Can I I get a juggler in here?
0: You yes yeah you can oh man you see you see (laughs) what I get to what problem that's solving Craig I'm
1: juggling all my
2: all my all my different departments that I can't handle got it yes (laughs) yeah well I know we're not going to have enough time to cover everything today so I'm sure we're going to bring you back so let's start at square one I am a small business Mm -hmm. I'm a small business construction or I'm in lawn care service Mm -hmm. I want to find somebody to work for me. Why don't I just put an ad on Indeed or one of those others? What's the benefit of coming to QLM to find workers?
0: We're going to take care of all of the headaches of hiring people, which is sorting through people who may not necessarily be the right candidates. So we're going to go through our database of people, understand the scope of work and the problem you need solved. And cross-reference with the people that we have already done, our vetting, have filled out the paperwork, are maybe working on one project now, but will be free in time. So that doesn't take you off of whatever it is your business needs are. You can continue to sell and provide service to your clients while we're your sort of HR department, if you will, finding that person that fits the need. And then once, once you're a match, because that's kind of what it is, right?
2: Matchmaker, matchmaker, (laughs) make me a match. Yeah,
0: We have one client who came to us. She manages apartment complexes throughout the city of Orlando. And she decided instead of hiring maintenance people, she's going to use our services. And she said, if I like somebody enough, she may hire them permanently. But it was such a headache for her to find the right fit of somebody who could do a little carpentry and a little of this and a little of that and knew how to reach out to the electrical and the plumbing and knew when it was something they could solve. I mean, that's a nightmare. And what she wants to do is run an effective apartment complex. She doesn't want to have to worry about the maintenance guy knowing what his job should or should not be. And once we understood exactly what she needed, we were able to make that match for her. And there's somebody that has a right now temporary role. And can, it may turn into a permanent employment.
1: Can we uh, can we get several business cards? Because I run into people like that all the time. And your business card has your information on it. Absolutely. Yeah, I need like a book full. And that's the honest truth. Yeah, I see Craig
2: into... is you, out there everywhere. Yeah, just no, promoting that's great. Stuff.
0: Yeah, that's I don't have a share, hammer. Right? I
1: don't have a hammer. Tim's got a hammer.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> so if I am Joe's construction company and I come to you and I say, Jacqueline, I need to hire four people. What is the process? What do you do if I walk into your office or I call you or email you? What is the process from, hello, this is Jacqueline with QLM. How can I help you?
0: Yep. So the very first thing we do is I ask you a ton of questions to make sure I understand specifically what you need. Because at first glance, it may look like, well, I need a couple of guys to dig dishes, which, you know, that's a need sometimes in the construction world. But then it turns out what you really need are four or five guys who can not only dig the ditch, but who can do the measurement, run the conduit correctly, maybe have a finisher as well. So I want to know all of the details about that scope of work, even if it's a week-long project or a six-month-long project, so that then we can fit that need. Maybe it looks to you like four or five guys, but maybe it's just two that know the right way to do it. So that's the first step is understanding exactly what you need and me being able to ask the right questions as you describe the project. And the second part, Is talking about price negotiation, as in any business, right? What we want to pay the client and then what we will actually bill you for, because we do have to cover our costs in there of all that work that we're doing. And when we have, here's a really cool part of QLM, I got to say, when we have somebody that's been with us for a year as an employee, they're an employee, they get benefits, they are in the 401k, and they get treated that way. And that's the dedication that you want from, that's the kind of worker you want for that project, somebody that's really dedicated. So once we come to a price negotiation, we do a credit check on you to make sure you can pay your bills. Uh-oh. Right? Yeah, we can. Because that's minute. important.
2: Wait a minute. Yeah. That's part of a business plan to do a credit check? And we've talked about that in a prior episode, right? Man, does about she read our minds or I what? I She's what? good. She's really good. She's been doing this before. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. So you you sit down, and it's really somewhat ironic here in this industry when somebody says, hey, I want to make a video, how much does it cost? And, well, how much does it cost to make a house? And we want to sit down with them. We may have two or three meetings in pre-production to find out the exact same thing you right. just said. What are your needs? What is the end goal for this? How are you going to use it? Where is it going to be used? Et cetera, et cetera. So we finally get this all down. We get a pricing structure. And I've used temp services in the past, mm-hmm. in a prior life when I worked for EFCO. Right and we found it was easier for me to set a pricing standpoint said so I'm going to bring my people in. they're going to earn at, they're going to start 12 dollars an hour mm-hmm. which for warehousing is a little bit higher than most warehousings start at mm-hmm. so 12 dollars an hour these are some of the things I would like them to be able to do then the cost would be reflected okay it's going to be a 16 25 cost per hour right. for you and right. then you handle all of the other stuff we
0: handle it all right
2: what is the loyalty and I discovered this after a while. We had people that would walk in on day two saying, so when do I become full-time? And like, you've got you've to give me more than two days of work before I talk about full-time. You can probably address that in the hotel industry as well.
1: All the time, all the time. Like I said, I would have,
2: go through a, a
1: position of yours to get all that qualification, spending all this time going through all these different interviews because people walk in after we hire them, and the next day, they exactly,
2: exactly what Tim just said. Mm-hmm. So, when does my vacation start? When do I get vacation? When are I I my benefits?
0: Well, those were certainly the questions that I asked when I first got this job about myself. Like, oh, yeah. when do I take vacation? I'm totally kidding. But, yeah, I can see because <laughs> so you, say...
2: you have your vacation scheduled with uh, Mike, correct? Right, Mike, yes, yes. You, you and Mike have your, uh, we just see a, you guys the traveling worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> right,
0: right. <laughs> No, no, that's a really good point. And that goes to understanding every human being is different, right? So one of the hardest parts of managing people is managing people. (laughs) But... um, Well, that's pretty profound. That is awesome. It's managing the expectation of the employer and the employee. So you may come in and say, look, I really want everybody here to have the view that they're temporary. If I find somebody I want to move to permanent, all the better. And so we manage the expectation that there is no permanent. You know, you're an employee of QLM. And so we're going to be very particular about who comes. The other thing that we do, and I think this really does set us apart, is our owner operator, Debbie Rodriguez, runs all of our operations. So once you and I finalize the deal, she's the one that finds the workers. She's the one that follows up with you. It is her brand, really, that you are happy that the employees are doing what the ex- what is expected because it's her reputation on that. And if there's other problems that you need solved, Debbie
2: will do it. Does she need a good HR director? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Do, do you need anybody for PR or anything? Yeah, no. <laughs> well, then that that is actually a good transition to another question. As a small business owner, sometimes you are wearing a ton of hats, which it sounds like she is doing. Right. How do you develop loyalty? I'm a QLM employee. I've been working for them for a year and a half. I like going from business to business, new environment, new people. I can take that experience and move on to some other company. How do you then grab that loyalty? This is a solid employee. How do you grab that loyalty? And before we answer that, we're going to take a real quick break, and then we're going to come back, and we will let you ponder that for a moment and let you think about it. I'm thinking. And then we'll see what happens. Okay. All right, so we'll come back to the second half. You good over there, Miss Craig. Oh, fantastic. Woo! All right, we will be right back with phase Stay two. Stay tuned.
0: The guys will be right back with more on how to check your six. QLM Quality Labor Management provides flexible workforce solutions for skilled trades in the manufacturing industry. We pride ourselves on our core values of safety, productivity, and quality, all while working as a seamless extension for our clients. We screen each candidate with complete background and drug tests, performance skills tests to provide the best fit for your needs. We have services that include direct hire programs, temp to perm, and project staffing. QLM is your skilled service provider, a trusted partner in moving your business forward. Contact us today at myqlm.com.
2: All right. We are back with the second half. Miss Jacqueline Boykin with QLM. They provide quality. It's basically labor, but it's high quality and great labor for your small business or large business or whatever you want to do.
0: Right. Right. Awesome. We, We live by safety, productivity and quality. And that's internal and external. So those are our core values. So quality. Your
2: main clients, it sounds like our construction, industrial, and you will put safety first. You've made everybody in that environment say, oh, safety's first. Correct. Yeah, we like this group of people. Yep. So we ask you a question. I'm going to rephrase the question we ask you about loyalty. You have people that may or may not want to stay with QLM and work in different places. So how do you help create that you're going to be going to this company. They may or may not be looking to hire full time. How do you create a loyalty to the brand that you're sending them to if that's possible?
0: Yeah. So I think that goes to the same thing any small business is. It is recognizing the reputation you have to provide that quality service. And for us, that quality service means the person that's doing the work. You know, they say people work at places not because of where the building's located or even sometimes the job description, but it's about the management and the leadership in the organization because that's what creates the culture. And Debbie creates a culture wanting to understand, like, Craig, if you came to us looking for employment, she wants to get to know you. She wants to know what motivates you to go to work every day and find joy in that process. She comes to work every day to help people find their path in going to work every day. Yeah, I, mean, I think
1: it. I think what you're hitting on the nail is the passion. It's right. Passion drives you to go to work. Mine's right. just milk and cookies. So if you want to put that in your memo, uh, I'm there. Yeah. Right. If you
2: if you have milk and cookies, is on. Which is actually a great. Then see, she's really good because she's segueing herself into the go. next question. And we do have cookies out there, but we don't have any <laughs> awesome. milk. Awesome. Yeah, we have snacks. <laughs> what then does it require of an individual? to come to you. We've talked about the business end of it. I'm a small business. What individual that says, I just want to work. I'm getting tired of sending my resumes out to these black holes Mm -hmm. that go nowhere. When somebody comes to you, what are the requirements for an individual and say, I am a carpenter. Right. And I come to you. What do I have to do?
0: So if you are a skilled and certified carpenter who has already done all of your legwork and you, you've gone through the process. So You can go to our website, myqlm.com, pick the territory you want to be in and say, I'm a carpenter and I'm looking for work and what your talents are. You know, you want to outline your talents. You're also going to go through all those things that happen when you're being hired for any job. So you go through pre-screening, we check any references, we do drug tests, all all of that. Because again, it goes back to our reputation is in your, who you are as a person, as well as the quality of work that you do. You've got to go through safety videos because safety is key and it should be key for anybody, quite frankly, but obviously in the construction industry or anybody at work, even if you're working at a hotel doing carpentry, we might have somebody that's out helping with a project in one of the hotels in the area. So you've got to go through and be trained on all the safety measures. We want to make sure you know what you're doing and then we will begin to place you. We understand when you can work. We understand, do you want to go to permanent or do you like temporary? So then Debbie puts that in the mill and then finds the right again, it really is like matchmaking, the more I think about it. Finds the right match for you so that the client's happy and the carpenter is also happy. Cause as you said, Craig, when you have a passion and a joy for it, you know, it's not work anymore. It's fun.
1: Tim had to make he gave me an assessment test.
2: I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> so for this, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. So you have people that will do both. And I know in my industry before I worked for a concrete forming company, and we wanted to find individuals that could come in to do certain jobs. But we also wanted people that had the ability to work outside of their designated. It was a non-union shop, and I know that's a whole different story between right. union and non-union shops. But we had people that wanted to come in that understood, this is a small crew. We have six people. There's going to be days you're, not, you're going to need to do something else other than your designated job. That's hard for some people to understand. But if I'm coming into you as an employee, what else do you look for, for a potential employee of either QLM or for a company that you've built a good relationship with? And that's one thing that I did. We had one placement company that we dealt with most of the time because they did. They came in, they sat down for three hours, Right. wanted to know everything about our business, everything we did. And then they started providing quality employees. Mm-hmm. What do you do for people that come into you And that?
0: Yeah, well, we want to get to know you. You want to spend just as much time getting to know the people you're putting to work as you do understanding the client's needs. So we want to know what are you flexible about. We want to know the things that come with ease for you when you're going to work every day. Obviously, if you're a certified plumber or electrician, an electrician is going to be an electrician. You know, they're not going to hang photos for you. So, that then goes back to understanding the scope of work. Well, you know, we've had people say, we're a hotel and we're doing a renovation and I need somebody to hang all the photos in the hallway and I need to make sure they're even. The electrician's not going to do that. So, you may need two people. (laughs) That's Uh,
2: that's probably true. That's probably true. (laughs) Electrician, I can make sure that when you plug that picture into the wall, the light's going to come on. Great. But don't ask me to hang it. And I get that.
0: Right. And we're going to make that recommendation to you, even though, like I said earlier, you may think you only need six people and we may say, well, you need 12 to get the job done. Let me show you why you need 12. But we're going to take three of those people that are kind of the jack of all trade guys, right, or women who can do a little bit of everything, much like the woman with the apartment complexes. She needed somebody who could do a little bit of everything, but had a primary focus in carpentry. And so somebody that just wants to focus on carpentry, that Debbie knows this is what they love, this is what they do, they really don't want to go off target, that's not somebody we're going to recommend to the woman who has the apartment complex. Somebody that can do carpentry well, but can also hang pictures and can also fix leaky sinks, and that's the kind of person. So it's getting to know your employees as well as you know your clients and making the match.
1: So we can say Tim's a contractor and I'm the flunky.
0: Yes, we can. I think we've said
2: that. No, I'm kidding. Crickets. You see, you know, come on. You're supposed to be the straight guy. You're supposed to be the guy out there asking all the hard questions. You spent 20
1: years in the military, buddy.
2: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) What is your biggest challenge right now with either people coming to you looking for work or businesses? What's the biggest challenge for you? Let's go from a business standpoint. Since this is supposed to be about small business, what's the biggest challenge when somebody walks through your door?
0: Well, I think the biggest challenge is getting those people to pick up the phone and call and walk through the door. I'll be honest with you. The opportunities that we have to go out and help are great. I think me hitting the streets and people knowing who we are, opportunities like this to get our name out and people understand how we are more than a labor company. We are a problem solver. And and if I can let me go and and give you this example. We had a group out at a job site and the owner of the property said, you know what? We don't want all of these brands on all these pickup trucks from all from the GC and we don't want all those on the property. How are we going to fix that? So that went through the general contractor and all these other companies. Well, Debbie was like, I got it. Let's rent some vans. I'll hire a few of my folks to drive. We'll find an off-site spot. And so that put two more people to work, driving vans all day long, taking workers back and forth. But the reason that I bring that story up is Debbie solved the problem. And I think the biggest challenge that we have is people understanding we are so much more than already helping you solve the labor problem. We want to know all of your challenges. And if there's a way that we can offer input to help solve the bigger problems, that, that's what we want to do. Tim
1: Tim brings up a good point all the time, and, and, and I have to agree with him. He always says, what's the solution? Right. And, and I have to say that too. Anything you do in, in this workforce today, whatever problem that you might come up with, the first thing you want to say, okay, what's the solution? So now we know.
0: Right
2: address a problem they may not even realize they have. Exactly. And that's one of the things that you guys like to do. Yep, exactly. If I am a plumber or an electrical engineer Mm -hmm. kind of guy, Mm -hmm. what kind of certifications are required for me to work for QLM?
0: So we require anything that any other company would require in the state of Florida. So if you're an electrician, you need to have your certification. Now, Debbie does own... Electricians can get complicated because we actually have, with one of Debbie's other companies, an electrician on staff and we carry under his license. So there's licensing and certification. So you have to be certified with whatever those requirements are in the state of Florida. And I think that's another thing, Tim, that is an obstacle for us is understanding we're talking skilled labor. We're talking people who have gone through their apprenticeship, who have those certifications, who are plumbers, who are electricians. We also have plumber helpers and electrician helpers. So if you don't have the certification, that's where you're going to be. You're not an electrician. You're not going to be out doing the work.
2: See, again, she's great because my next question was going to be, I am somebody that really would like to learn the plumbing industry, HVAC, and I don't want to go to school for it. I would much rather, and I've said this for a long time, you can learn more in an apprenticeship that right. you can in any school. It's just so hard to find the ability to do an apprenticeship. Now, do you provide that service or can you help somebody do that?
0: So talk about Segway. booyah! My boss and friend would be so happy that you just threw me that nice softball. So I talk about Debbie Rodriguez a lot. About two and a half years ago, I was having breakfast with her and she had a vision for a nonprofit providing apprenticeships in the community. So I Build Central Florida is exactly that. It is a combination of the builders in our community and the professionals working with people, as much as you described, who I know I want to be an electrician, I need to go through an apprenticeship And the funding that we raise and the membership that the builders pay goes into providing that match. We also provide some grants to folks who need it. But we are helping with apprenticeships as well. When I say we, only because I know Debbie, because I'm not connected with iBuild, but very dedicated to it because there's so many people that come to the field of construction and all we say construction, but all of those surrounding things, welders and electricians and plumbers. And there's such an opportunity. You know, you're not the kid that wanted to go to college. This is the place that you can sometimes and very often make a whole lot more money than the folks who did go to college
2: and not have a ton of debt to go along with it.
0: Yep. Yep. So I build Central Florida because the journey you have gone on Debbie saw the need and filled it. She is an entrepreneur. She's amazing. You know, I've worked in the nonprofit sector for a long time. This is what this job feels like because we are helping people go to work and helping businesses solve problems.
1: I have a question. Uh, the military is exactly what you're describing. Yes. You go in the military and you learn a trade. Right. Now, you're sitting there talking about certifications. So, when these people come out of the military, the veterans, and they apply for your career source, what qualifications do you ask for them? I mean, I don't know this world that you're talking about where is it a certificate they got to present? We have DD Form 214s that shows your actual criteria or what your job describes as. Do you accept that?
0: I don't know the answer to that specifically. Okay, and you know, I,
2: I can probably address I can that probably one can. is for the most yeah. part, yes, if you are certified, if you come out of the military, your HVAC, your mechanical, you're going to have all those certifications. They will be able to verify that. So I don't want to speak for her. But much like a lot of other places, they said, yes, if you come out of the military, you have these certifications, they'll take that. And actually, that's very, that's somewhat ironic. You're creating your own workforce. Right. And doing that. Right. Yeah. So you're taking it, you're taking another need, which is people to be employed. Mm -hmm. You're helping to create the workforce that you need to help employers that you're already working with. Right. That's pretty smart. That's good. That's really good.
0: She's amazing. And she's kind and generous. And I'm I'm very proud to work with her.
2: Well, real quickly, what advice then can you give? Because there's going to be some more stuff we're going to have to talk about in another segment. What advice can you give for small business hiring? I'm a small company. I need to hire some people. What's your best advice to them?
0: So you want to look at who you have, if you have more than yourself working for you and what their talents are and let them excel at those talents, because that's going to create a whole lot less headache. And then trust a professional to bring to you the people. We clearly have a niche that we fit. There are other temporary labor companies that may fit a different niche. QLM can do everything all the way up to management and senior management as well on a temp to perm basis. But try to figure out what those priorities are for the next six months to a year. Try to look at that when you're doing a little bit of projecting and um, find a resource that's going to give you the right answer.
2: Perfect. All right. Well, that's going to be it for the time for today. But we do want to get the tip of the day in today. Craig, did you look at the tip of the day for I today? Did. So, And this com- somewhat dovetails. But go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Tip of the day. So the tip of the day is
1: when everything seems to be going against you, Remember that the airplane takes off against the wind and not with you. What does that mean, Tim?
2: When we sat down to get a tip of the day for you, as a small businessman or woman, so often it does feel like I am just, I'm just butting my head against the wall. I don't know where to go to. I don't know where to turn. And instead of just running and hiding, okay, one of my ways to do this, I'm going to turn into the wind. I'm going to go find somebody like QLM that can help me. I'm going to go find one of the other resources that we've had, that we've talked to. And I'm going to have them help me work through all of this. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to turn and run. I would, I would say something about the French right now, but that would probably really irritate somebody. So, if so to, save, to save, to save your bacon, there. Hand so hand
1: let's talk hand hand about hand. our phone number yes. that uh, you guys can call us. Anybody's listening, and and we have so many guest speakers on with all this great knowledge and advice. Please give us a call so we can turn you into those people, and they can help you along your path. What's yeah. that number?
2: Number here. The studios is 407-862-6882 or tim at grpstudios.com. And then, Miss Miss Jacqueline, how do people get a hold of you?
0: So I would love to hear from you. I'm jboykin at com and you can reach me directly at 407-750-1287. Thanks so much, you guys.
1: Hey, my name is Craig with Vets Growth, and you can reach me at 407-754-5779.
2: I think that's about it. We went a little bit over today, but there's so many other questions I wanted to ask we didn't get to. We'll bring her back in. She'll get a little bit misty-eyed because we gave her something today that we'll talk about next time. But we'll see you next time on Check Your Six Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to the Check Your Six podcast. Tune in again next time for more information on your small business development.